Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I am your host. And today I'm going to be sharing with you guys my thoughts on meal plans, macro tracking, and intuitive eating. And kind of the journey of where I think each one stands as far as the hierarchy and importance and effectiveness, pros and cons of each. And I really just want to give you guys my unfiltered view and opinion as a nutrition coach, how I feel about each one of these tools, which is really what they are, just tools of how you can approach your weight loss goal. So to start with, with meal plans. Now, this one, I don't think it's any secret to most of you that have been following me or listen to any podcast or been around for a minute here that I am not a big fan of meal plans, and it's for several reasons. But first, as a disclaimer, you know, legally, legally, registered dietitians are the only ones that should be prescribing a meal plan, okay? If you are signing up with a nutrition coach like myself, I do have nutrition certifications. I do have a lot of, you know, certifications in different areas of nutrition, fitness coaching, all of that type of stuff, but it is not legally allowed for me to prescribe you a meal plan. Now, I can offer recommendations. I can offer meal ideas. I can give you macros, things like that, but an actual meal plan, eat this much at this time, this amount, that is for a registered dietitian. So if you have somebody who's a registered dietitian who gives you a meal plan, that's great. But if not, you know, unfortunately, I've talked to a lot of clients who came to me after being with nutrition coaches who gave them some kind of rigid, terrible, way too low calorie, you know, counting almonds and blueberries and eating fish and veggies, those type of meal plans. (laughs) Those are extremely toxic, extremely harmful, and they don't teach you anything. Again, I understand the benefit and the idea of like, okay, I'm busy. I don't have time to create my meals. I don't have time to think about what I'm going to make for dinner every night. Can you just tell me what to eat? I understand the appeal to that. I really, really do. Especially as somebody who loves having like a gym plan, you know, things written out, like, you know, to show up to go train with your coach and you don't have to think about it. You can turn your brain off. That is totally different though than what you're putting in your body each day. And if you do have a weight loss goal and you're only relying on a meal plan, you have no understanding of how to eat to lose weight when you don't have that meal plan. You have no understanding of like how to build your plate full of protein, carbs, veggies, you know, healthy fats, things like that. So just by having a meal plan, of course, it can be a good start if you're literally starting from ground zero. You've never eaten a healthy food in your life. You have no perception of calories, macros, right? But most of you, you're already a little educated. You've already done some diets. Maybe you've already worked with a coach. Maybe you've already logged your food before. Okay. So by using a meal plan, again, it's a shortcut. It saves time, but it doesn't teach you what to do after the meal plan ends. And it also doesn't really allow for a lot of flexibility, right? Because if you, let's say, go out to eat, And now you can't follow your meal plan. Nothing on the menu is what's included in your meal plan. How are you going to navigate that? Or let's say over the holidays, you know, your family is making some kind of home cooked dish that you really want to enjoy. Are you going to go off the deep end and say, F it? Are you going to, you know, bring your little meal prep container of fish and veggies? Or do you know how to build a balanced plate or, you know, get back to normal the next day? So these are all things that a meal plan just can't teach you. Okay, so that's my disclaimer there. You know, first and foremost, only registered dietitians should be giving out meal plans. 
Secondly, they don't teach you anything, right? And I've actually worked with somebody in the past who came from a registered dietitian. And she had this like five page sheet of all the different foods she was allowed to eat and, you know, divided up into the macronutrient categories. And it was such a complicated system, you know, to me, it was very confusing. It was like, pick one, you know, even though it would say like, okay, pick one of this, two of this, one of this. When I actually added up the calories and macros, it was just, it made no sense to me. And she had no understanding of how to do it without the meal plan. She just didn't know, you know, she was so confused. Is it okay for me to eat? banana? Uh, Is it okay for me to have an extra egg? Like she was just so scared of doing it wrong and making a mistake because it wasn't on the meal plan. It really took her a while to learn how to break out of that and just to, to be more flexible in her approach. So moving right into the next category, which is flexible dieting or macro tracking, right? Calorie and macro tracking. And I, a, a nutritionist that I do follow and I highly respect, he had a good way of putting it. Okay. Calories, right? Tracking your calories and being aware of your calories, that is going to equate to how much you weigh, okay? The, the tracking calories is the foundation. Now, macros is going to help shape how you look. Having adequate protein is going to help promote muscle growth and losing body fat and not muscle as you're losing weight. So macronutrients are important, okay, to shaping your body the way you want it to look. And then the micronutrients, that is going to help how you feel. So calories determine what you weigh. Macronutrients are going to help shape how you look. Micronutrients are going to help, you know, how you feel, i.e. having fiber to make sure that you have adequate digestion, that you're pooping regularly, right? All of these little things, right? Sugar, sodium, those are the micronutrients. So the first is being aware of your calories. And most of you, again, if you've been around a minute, know that really to lose weight, it's calories in versus calories out, right? So if you want to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. That is the most important piece. So if you don't know how many calories you're eating, how do you know if you're eating enough or not? Okay. So that's why being aware is so, so important. And when my clients first start with me, I have them do an audit with no number in mind, okay? No, I don't tell them how much to eat because I don't know how much they're already eating. So their first job is to just start tracking their food for five to seven days. The good, the bad, the ugly, okay? The fast food drive-through, the Starbucks drink, the extra chips they had from their kids' plate, everything. Because once we start being aware, we may think like, I'm eating really clean, I'm eating really healthy, but I don't lose weight. And then we start to look and we start adding up everything and we go, oh, I guess I'm not in a calorie deficit. (laughs) I guess I've been eating way more than I thought. So that's why awareness is so helpful in the beginning. Now, once my clients, my strategy, for example, as a coach, is once they are aware of their calories, they are comfortable with logging their food, now we start looking at the macronutrients. And the most important is going to be protein. Protein is the building blocks for your muscles, okay? It helps your immune system. It helps, you know, your shape your body. It helps control your appetite, helps your hormones. It helps so many areas. And really, again, it's that satiety macronutrient where if you are eating enough protein, you're not going to feel so snacky all the time. You're not going to be so hungry in between meals. It's going to help control your blood sugar. So you're not just having, 
a big old bagel with cream cheese and nothing else until two o'clock in the afternoon and wondering why you need three cups of coffee and you feel so tired. Protein is going to help balance that out. So protein is so important. So in the beginning, if you're newer to tracking macros, start with protein. Start by seeing if you can get to 100 grams protein. Now, if you are working with a coach and you have a specific goal, shoot for that and then start working on the carbs and the fat. Okay, and then once you have that down, you go to the micronutrients. But we always start with the calories and then we go down from there. Now, as far as the cons, because there are some cons to tracking your food, okay, I'll be honest, even though I am an advocate of flexible dieting and macro tracking, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Not gonna lie to y'all. It's a pain in the butt, right? It's a pain in the butt. As much as I can say, oh, we all have 24 hours in the day and, you know, let me see your screen time and we all waste time scrolling on Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff. It is like another task to that mental load that we have, right? However, I also feel that we can make a bigger deal out of it than it really is because it really doesn't take that much time. But I do understand it's a pain in the butt. It's an additional you know, task to the mental load. And when you're newer to it, it can take a while to figure out. The other thing is that when you are newer to it, let's say you do have a calorie goal and a macro goal, and by the end of the day, it's nine o'clock at night, and you log all your food, and you're like, oh my God, I still have 50 more grams of protein I'm supposed to eat for dinner, but I'm actually full. So that can be a con as well when you don't understand really how to structure your day, how to really you know balance the macros out. It can be really hard and it can be a little stressful and frustrating or you know you could be forcing yourself to eat when you're not really hungry. So there are some cons to it. However, you know all of those can be worked out through experience, through education, and ultimately What I feel the biggest benefit is to flexible dieting is that you can truly fit in the foods you want, okay? Again, you still want to pay attention to the micronutrients. You still want to have good food quality. You still want to eat healthy. You don't want to just eat Twinkies every day and pizza and be in a calorie deficit because you'll feel like crap. But you can fit those things in, right? You can say, you know what? Tomorrow starts my cycle and I know I'm going to want some chocolate and I know I'm going to want some ice cream. So I'm going to go ahead and plan that in. I'm going to budget that in for the day. I'm going to make sure I still hit my protein goal, but I'm going to have some damn chocolate tomorrow. (laughs) So that's the beautiful part about macro tracking is there's nothing off limits. So that leads me into the last category here, which is intuitive eating or mindful eating. And so the reason I want to kind of segue into it is because I really don't want my clients or myself to have to track food forever, okay? It can be a pain in the butt, it can be time-consuming, and, you know, it sometimes can lead to disordered eating. You know, it can lead to being too fixated on measuring every single gram and being afraid to eat if you can't measure the food or if somewhere doesn't have the calories listed. You know, it can lead to kind of things like that. So it's important to know eventually how to transition out of tracking your food. Now, I do feel like it is important to start with learning and having that awareness of macro tracking first before you go to intuitive eating. And here's why, okay? If you don't know what intuitive eating is, mindful eating, it's where you're not tracking your food, okay? You're not logging your food. You're not paying attention to your calories. You're going based on your hunger cues. You're going based on how you feel. You're building your plate in a balanced way. Now, the problem is if you start with that and you know nothing about health and nutrition, you know nothing about losing weight, it's your first time ever doing it, your hunger cues are not good right now. 
right? Your hunger cues are messed up. You don't know how to build a balanced plate because if you did, you wouldn't be in the position you're at right now, right? So having that awareness is the first step, learning the skills. And I would say minimum six months but preferably 12 months. Give yourself a whole year of doing it consistently every single day. And you'll get to that point where you don't even have to log your food. You don't even need to bust out a measuring scale and you know what a tablespoon of peanut butter looks like now, right? Maybe in the beginning you didn't and it was a little shocking to you. Now you know what a damn tablespoon looks like of peanut butter, okay? Without measuring it. Now you know when you look at a chicken breast, you can say, eh, that's about four or five ounces, give or take. Or you could look at a piece of fish and go, man, that's a really small portion. I might need two, okay? You can start to realize because you've been doing it for so long. So when you've been macro tracking for so long, it's easier to transition to mindful, intuitive eating because you can say, you know what? I've done this before. I can trust myself and I know how to build a balanced plate. I know what a handful of veggies looks like. I know what a cup of rice looks like. I know that this probably looks like it's two servings of rice. Maybe I should just eat half and take the other half home with me. You can start to make these more mindful decisions because you have that knowledge and experience for doing it for so long. Now, if you ever start to get to the point where you feel like you're going off the rails, you can go back to tracking. That's the beautiful part is that you can use it as a tool in your toolbox. You can pull that out, you can start logging your food again, and you can start to see, oop, I was getting a little too crazy with my sugars and my carbs, or I'm not eating nearly enough protein, okay? You'll start to feel it. You'll start to feel the difference between when you were on point and now you're eating mindfully, but uh, you're kind of off track. So that is the great thing, right? You can kind of go back and forth between those two. But I would say taking that six to 12 months to track your macros, to understand what your intake should be, that's going to lead you to more successful intuitive eating, mindful eating. And my hopes for my clients is that, again, they do not have to track their food forever, that they really start to learn and understand how much their body needs, and they can keep that as a lifestyle without having to track constantly. And to be able to eat mindfully and know their hunger cues and know what makes them feel good, or if they haven't pooped in a couple days, know that they need to start adding more fiber into their diet or get back to their water habits, right? So that's the beautiful part of it is that you can transition to that intuitive, mindful eating successfully, but if you ever feel like you're off track, you can go back to that macro tracking. So that is my two cents on it all here. I'm going to wrap it up right now and just kind of put a stamp on it just by saying, again, you know, meal plans, right? To me, that's for the, you know, the more uneducated consumer, okay? It's the easy route. It's the, I don't want to think about what to eat. Tell me what to eat. And I'm not knocking you if you choose to go that route, but I am just saying first, make sure it's from a registered dietitian. And second, make sure eventually you do learn what's actually in your food, why you're eating that amount, okay? And next, when you're ready, get into that macro tracking, right? When it's the right time for you. Maybe you just start with calories and you can go pretty far. I just talked to a woman today who said she lost 20 pounds just by tracking her calories. She said, I didn't want to get into macros, but I knew I needed to start controlling how much I was eating. And I just tracked my calories every day. I started being more aware and I lost 20 pounds. Now she just completed our holiday challenge. She was the winner actually. And just by paying attention to protein now, water and steps, she was able to lose a couple more pounds and really, you know, be successful during that challenge. So 
intuitive eating is kind of that final frontier of, you know, once you've been doing it for a while, you're burned out or you hit your weight loss goal, or it's a busy season of life where you don't want to have to pull out your My, My Fitness Pal constantly, you know, now is the time you can transition to that intuitive eating, okay? And trust your hunger cues and build a balanced plate on your own, okay? So that is the order I believe in. And, you know, that is my thoughts on it all. I'm very curious to hear any feedback that you have. If you listen to this episode, send me a message. Feel free to send me a DM or leave a review. Reach out to me via Facebook or Instagram at Trisha Cicero, and uh, we'll keep the conversation going if you're interested in learning more. But again, my thoughts are, you know, definitely be aware, learn how to track those calories and macros, and eventually, hopefully we can all get to that point where we are able to eat more mindfully from that experience. So that's it, guys. I'm going to leave you off at that. I hope you have a great rest of your day, night, week, weekend. Happy holidays to everybody, and I will talk to you all next week.